Shalom Aleichem, we are learning the Sikh of Achrei Beis, which is also a Siyum of Masechus Yuma. And there's some fan, fascinating Nikudas that the Rebbe said in the original. So it was based on three Fabrangans, and there's a lot of things that didn't make it into the Sikha. So we're just going to choose a few of the incredible things that come across in this Fabrangan, um, specifically from the first Fabrangan. So this was a Siyum, as we've done before, we know that. Pretty much every time there's a seal in the Sikhs, the Rebbe made the seal in honor of a yard site. And this is the yard site of the Rebbe's mother, Rebbe Tzinchana. And this was Vav Tishrei Tavshin Lamed Vav, so that was the 11th yard site. And the Rebbe started the Fabdengen like this. It's always customary to connect the Fabdengen, this specific Fabdengen, with a seal. In general, terror is eternal. And what the, one of the explanations of what does that mean, terror is eternal, that it is always applicable and it's always there and accessible in all its details. But in the Ganskite from Yad Indian hugged up the Ganser Indian Torah, that the Torah is the, the entire Torah is dependent on every part. In other words, every detail it holds within it the entire Torah. So, for example, like the Rambam says in Ilkhus Shuvah, that if somebody says there's one part of Torah, or Torah Shabal Peh, that's not Minashamayim that even if he fulfills that part, then he's totally ripped off from the whole Torah because one detail holds in it everything. So based on this, comes out that every Indian in Torah, whenever you talk about it, that's the time to talk about it because Torah is applicable everywhere in every part of Torah. And therefore you have a obligation to make the brachas on Torah, even on something that you're learning, which is inaccessible. If you learn, let's say, learning kachim about karbanis by night, which you can't be sacrificing, or in chutzlar, where you can't bring karbanis outside of Eretz or you're not a kain, etc. Nevertheless, you still do the mitzvah because Torah is everywhere. He says, despite all that, according to Torah itself, there are certain things that have priorities. In other words, although whatever I learn is great, there are priorities. For example, when two people ask a question from a love and one's one is applicable for action and one's not. For example, uh, the, the laws of the Chag that are coming up, etc. You have to take the priority on someone that's Nagel Maisa, or you have to take priority of some of whichever Yomtev's coming. So if someone's coming before Pesach and they have a question about Sukkot, and someone else has a question about Pesach, you focus on Pesach. So even though every part of Torah is important, nevertheless, there's things that, based on the time of the year that you're in, takes precedence. So we're now in the time that's connected to Yom Kippur. This is what, four days before Yom Kippur, three days before Yom Kippur. And at the end of the Masechta of Yuma, which is the day that literally translates as the day, and Masechta Yuma is a Masechta that's dedicated to Yom Kippur. Um, and at the end of the Masechta specifically, a big part of the Masechta actually is not so much about Yom Kippur, at least in the Mishnayis, uh, I mean in the Gemara, it's a lot about Tumat Tahara, etc. But specifically at the end, he focuses a lot on Yom Kippur. And the beginning is also regarding preparation for Yom Kippur, right? The beginning of the Masechta is Shivas Yomim Kedem Yom Kippur, seven days before Yom Kippur, the Kayan Gadol separated from his wife, etc. And the last Pedek of the of the Mishnayis is called Perik Yom Kippurim, which is really the theme of the whole Masechta. Now, Yom Kippur in general is the idea of tshuva. And like it says in Rambam, 
that even though tshuva and crying out is good the whole year, in the 10 days between that, Rashan and Yom Kippur, it's especially beautiful and it's accepted immediately. So over here you see that this mangdama, the time that's calling, is in and out of tshuva. It's called a certain made tshuva. And especially now that we're already in the sixth of Tishri, and that's part of the seven days before Yom Kippur. So it's already the time that's focusing specifically on Yom Kippur. So that's a, connect, a strong connection to Yom Kippur. It's a special time of tshuva, like it says in Ramam that these 10 days, Yom Kippur is man tshuva lakal, it's a time for tshuva for everybody, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So therefore, even regarding the siyam, um, Masechus Yuma, so to make a siyum on Masechus Yuma comes before other Masechus, even though we already made a siyum on this, and in Toyota you have to, you know, add, etc. So therefore there's, there's more to add. Um, so we're going to add every single person in, in their own capacity. And because it's Mangadama, so we have a special CEO, a special help from Hashem, connected to this day, etc. And therefore, we're going to make a seum on specifically the, the Masechta, and specifically in the Masechta, we're going to focus on Yom HaKippurim. And then the Rebbe starts talking about um, etc. Then later on in that Sechen, I'm just going to focus on this other point, um, that I was talking about the Tshuva and the Maharsha, etc., about uh, how could it be the chayt and nisker, the person who sins get the reward. And then the devil goes like this and says about the Bali tshuva that they stand in a place that tzaddik and Gemurim don't um, stand because they never tasted sin. Um, so therefore, Bal tshuva has zechuyais because he did tshuva me'ava and therefore stand in nasta, etc. Lefizah is nitshak tzagan. According to this, you can't say that because he's adding in good act in good actions, therefore it's doing snaslois because um, it's a different kind of schuyas. In other words, it's doing is a different kind of merit. So therefore, it's understood no matter how much a tzaddik will go in his avaida, it's still adding in one kind of schuyas, but it's not in a different kind of schuyas that Balchiva has. Even if a tzaddik lives a thousand years in Makai Mitzvah, he'll never have that type of schuyas as a Balchiva. So, so it says that over here, you find the connection of two opposing ideas in the beginning of Masechta. The beginning of Masechta says, seven days before Yom Kippur, you separate the Kayin Gadol as a preparation. Now, what's the point of it? What does a Kayin Gadol accomplish on Yom Kippur? He has the incredible Maila that he could bring a carbon whenever he wants. He always takes leadership, etc., etc. But nevertheless, on Yom Kippur, the Kayan Gadol talks for every davens for every single yid. It's not only about Kayanim, it's about every yid, no matter where they are. The Kayan Gadol is part of all Amisal, even though the whole year he's Kedish Kedashim. And he has to be separate. But on Yom Kippur, it's the opposite. Even though he, on the one hand, he separated seven days. On the other hand, now he's one without all of his soul. And so much so he confesses on behalf of every Yid and in their name. And he confesses on the Sarah Mishtaleh, the goat that's going to be killed. And that is, that Sarah is not connected to Tzadikim. In other words, this goat is not a Tony for Tzadikim. It's a Tony for people lower than Benin. Whatever doesn't even say Russia. And therefore, you have to send it to a Eretz Gazeta, to a far, you know, to a middle of no land. 
so much so that the Zayar says that that's similar to what the idea that you're giving a you're giving a portion to the the, the dark forces. In other words, In other words, you're giving something to feed to the. It's literally the, the ultimate evil, etc. And earlier in the vidui, there was three kinds of vidui and three kinds of confessions that Kain Gadol did: one for his family, um, one for himself. I'm sorry, one for himself and family, one for the Shevet Meshosecha the Kayanim, and the third, Kol Yisdol. But the Sarah Mishtaleach is one thing, and all the Yidin connected are put into the one thing. So, what do you see? That you have the two contrasts. How does he prepare for Yom Kippur by separating? The whole year he's not separated, but now he's stuck as separating. And at the same time, he is. Um, representing all the so this is similar to Zdenis Nasalekizachyes. In other words, that one side and the other side interconnect. So to at the end of the Masechta, you find you see the same thing, at least more in a more dacristic, it's not as explicit. Um, and that and the, the Rebbe goes on to talk about it later. Anyways, what's the lesson? Because over here in the Sikha, there wasn't such a strong lesson that we learned. So what's the lesson the Rebbe originally said? Because Torah is eternal. So there's a claim Gadol by every single year, uh, which means there are things that person does the way they have to. Um, like a lady, as the Rambam says, and the Rebbe quoted countless times, that Shevet Levi is not the only... Shevet that's appointed to serve Hashem, but every person, Nadva Ruchay, wants to donate their heart, their spirit, to stand in front of Hashem to serve, you can. So every one of us has times of the day that we're not in business, times of the day that we're like Shevet Lady. And then there are times that you stand specifically like a Kayan, and that is when you dive in quietly, Shemaneser, like a Kayan, that were Bechashoi, they were more quiet, unlike the Levine that was sitting, but also the liberals in their heart. So from here it comes that when a person has the ultimate level of tefillah belachash, quiet davening, so it's similar to the ultimate level of kainim, which is the, what's the ultimate level of kainim? On kain gadol. Now, in general, you find that even a kain gadol, in general, would never go out of your shalom. By kainim, you didn't find that. In general, you find that kainim had to go across the whole country to get truma, etc. But the Kayan Gadol cannot go out of Yerushalayim, and the idea of Yerushalayim is, meaning for Yerushalayim is the Rambam is Masbe, like the Rambam explains that Yerushalayim accomplished that when everyone comes to Yerushalayim and sees how, every, how other people behave, that uplifts them. And that's what the word Yerushalayim is, Yerushalayim. In other words, it, it brings a shleimus, uh, completion in people's ears. So in other words, the Kayan Gadol is in the place that encourages people in the Hashem. So over here, you also see two extremes. In order for a person to be able to have the ultimate tefillah belachash, in other words, to be the ultimate kengal, you have to separate. You have to separate from the world. And therefore, by Shmaneser, you see you cannot make a sign with your eye, you cannot, you know, make a, something with your finger, etc. All the laws of Shmaneser. And that's similar to the kengal that's being separated for seven days. But nevertheless, what do you see? The, Shman, the Shulchanar tells us that in Shmaneser, you have to talk about things that Similar to what the Kain Gadol spoke about, physical things. Yes, there's mystical explanations for everything we say, but the tefillah doesn't change the literal translation. 
and you need das and etc. So now you see the first three brachas, which is more separation. That's all about alikus and about the others, which are part of alikus. But that's not the main part of davening. That's just to set up the davening. The main part of davening is the middle brachas, asking for the tzarcheyam chabesis law. And this is by every yid. Because it says in Nechus because it says this in Nechus It shows up by the Kayan Gadol on one day a year. But by us, we have it every single day of the year. Then the Rebbe learns another lesson, but we'll stop over here. Just a very powerful idea about what our Shemonesre manifests itself every single time.